Hi everyone, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo, I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I invite you to check out all of my written work at Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Not only can you hear my reviews in podcast form right here on the Quipster Film Review Podcast, but I also invite you to check out In Session Film for many other releases, and I do exclusive podcast reviews there with JD and Brendan. Go to InSessionFilm.com for all the details. Today I'm going to be looking at a film that kind of come and went in the theaters. I happen to catch it a little bit more in the bargain theater category. It's called Shut In. It's a thriller, and I love thrillers, so I decided to give this a flyer. It's PG-13 rated because of terror, some violence, bloody images, nudity, thematic elements, and brief strong language, and that runtime is an hour and 31 minutes. Naomi Watts is the main star. Charlie Heaton, Oliver Platt, and Jacob Tremblay are supporting players. Farron Blackburn is the director, and Christina Hodson is the screenwriter. Now, Shannon feels like one of those cheap domestic thrillers that came and went in the early 1990s, especially among those plethora of Stephen King adaptations. This one has a main setting. That's one of but several homages to Stephen King. And so this is one throwback flick, as I often say about throwback flicks, that certainly deserves little more than to be thrown back. After seeing superior terror-filled cinema in the vein of such mother-son nightmares like the one you find in The Babadook or those stuck-in-the-house kind of suspense films like Don't Breathe, this film really is the kind of cheap and generic attempt at a chiller that just doesn't cut it any longer in the modern day. This one has Naomi Watts starring. She plays this child psychologist named Mary Portman. She's living with her 18-year-old paralyzed stepson named Stephen. Stephen's the victim of a car accident that saw Mary's husband perish. And Stephen has always been a problem child. That's something that Mary feels pretty guilty about not being able to solve before she chooses to send him away. And now she feels even more guilty now that she's made the decision to send him away again so that he can get better care and so that she can finally move on with her life. So during this period, a cold front brings in a major snowstorm to their town in Maine. It has both of them mother and son trapped in their home, Mary begins to have visions of a boy that she thinks may be the ghost of a patient of hers who went missing, a troubled foster child named Tom, was played by Jacob Tremblay. Mary's not sure if her visions are real or imagined, and it causes her to doubt herself as things within the home begin to seem increasingly more dangerous. There's a lot more to the film than that. It's a film built on reveals. I won't say too much about that in case you actually do see this film. Although, if you listen to the rest of this review, maybe you won't want to, because this one relies on tired tropes, it has cheap scares, it goes through the motions you're going to expect from the get-go, including the nature of the big reveals that come in the film's second half. It's very slow to build, it's dull to keep attention to, it's too dark to really make out much of what's going on when it is supposed to be getting exciting, and the film fails to take hold for long enough to ever catch momentum. Shunin does flirt with trying to bring an element of supernatural horror in the film, and yet the mood that's created by the story up to that point doesn't really allow us to believe this angle for even a moment, mostly because we are already clued in as to just the who and the what of what's going on, so we're only really watching the rest of the movie to discover the why. As I mentioned, this one's directed by Farron Blackburn. He is a veteran of television He's here working from a script from a first-time screenwriter, Christina Hodson. So this entire production does really feel like a made-for-basic-cable production. If it were not for the casting of Naomi Watts in the lead role, I would probably believe it came from there. Watts must have been lured to the project more for the paper that the check was written on than for what 
actually exists within the script that she may have been sent. In terms of the liabilities in particular, there are Skype sessions that occur between Mary and a psychologist colleague played by Oliver Platt. Those are particularly awkward in their execution, and it also ups the ham factor of the film to the point where just about every development in the movie feels more ludicrous than the last. Now, those moments, as well as the cliches involved with gratuitous uh, so-called it was only a bad dream or it was only a hallucination sequences, those quickly erode any confidence that shut-in could turn around to become a nifty thriller by the second half. Unfortunately, it just gets dimmer both in terms of lighting and in terms of its intelligence. So despite a respectable ensemble of talented actors here, who've frankly all seen better days, there's really not much else that Shut-In has going for it to get a recommendation from me for anyone whose interest might be piqued by the premise. This has an unoriginal premise, a suspenseless execution, and that makes it utterly disposable entertainment even among thriller enthusiasts who will probably see right through the many tales that are strewn about without abandon. So you won't be biting your nails while watching Shut-In, mostly because you'll be too busy using those hands to stifle a myriad of yawns throughout while every minute of the film plays before you. One and a half stars out of four goes to Shut-In. One and a half stars on my scale means that I do think that this is a poor movie. I really would not recommend it to anyone unless you're just a really hardcore fan of made-for-basic-cable cheapy thrillers. I can see that's where this one's going right away after a very limited run on video. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you did, I do encourage you to go to my website, quipster.net, for more details, qwipster.net.